Hello everyone. This is Fahad Shah. I'm the editor of the Kashmir Wala, and today uh, we are recording this weekly podcast of the Kashmir Wala. And today we are going to talk about the issue of mining in Kashmir. As uh, we have seen uh, recently, there have been reports have come out that the mining contracts have been given to the non-locals. As per the reports, there are like 100% of the mining contracts in Srinagar have gone to the non-locals and these tenders were issued at a time when there were internet restrictions in uh, Kashmir Valley due to the political situation that has been going on uh, since August 2019 when the government abrogated the special status of this region and converted it into a union territory. A lot of things have changed since then in the last over 10 months there have been several orders have been coming out like one including the domicile law and other different orders in the administration. And in this while, uh, there was issue of the mining and uh, it is a very important issue because there are a lot of people uh, associated with this in terms of the employment. And now there are a lot of contractors and local laborers saying that they are out of work because now there will be different people brought in from different places to join the mining process. So today we have uh, Mr. Ejaz uh, Ashrafwani, who's the Associate Professor in Political Science at Kashmir University. Mm, hello, Ejaz. And hello. yeah, and uh, we have Mr. Athar Parvez, who is a senior journalist and he has been working for a long time on environmental issues and data journalism also. And he has written several times on this issue of mining and other environmental issues that the Kashmir Valley is uh, facing. Hello, Athar. Hello. Hi, so so let us uh, let us start with Athar uh, with you so that you can give us a brief idea about uh, what is the issue of mining in Kashmir, how it was before and how do you see this new thing, especially after the August 2019 abrogation of Article 370. How does this contracts being given to the non-locals really impact the whole issue? Yeah, thanks, Fahad. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it, it, it's very, you know, appropriate uh, to begin with how the system uh, worked traditionally in Kashmir. So I think uh, we have, uh, historically speaking, we have just, uh, you know, we have some uh, traditional industries there, uh, like we have agriculture, uh, we have horticulture, we have handicrafts, tourism. So these are our well-known industries. And uh, since we don't have any, any other, you know, chemical and other manufacturing industries over here, so these are the industries which are considered to be very vital to the you know economy of Kashmir. Uh, they are uh, these considered as the sort of economic engines of uh, the region. But uh, no one talks about these you know uh, sectors which have functioned quite informally in this region over the past many decades. But till last year, this sector was actually you know contributing. It was giving it. For example, it was associated with uh, water bodies. So we consider them as, you know, kind of environmental services which they were giving to our, you know, people. So lots of people, in fact, you know, over a hundred thousand people are actually associated with this, uh, you know, sector, with this particular economic, uh, you know, activity, which is, you know, the people are deriving, you know, different resources from our water bodies, uh, for example, by way of mining, like uh, they, you know, you know, extract sand, gravel and boulder. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, that, that, you know, we are uh, you know specifically talking about them, but there is also you know another sector which is called fishing. So fishing is also there, and they, 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 some people derive chestnuts uh, from our water bodies, though not from the, the jalim itself, uh, but other water bodies and fodder also. 
so it is i mean these water bodies have been serving to the needs of the people you know for uh, for a long long time but uh, what happened last year was quite uh, associated with the legal changes which were made to our region which were uh, made to our state you know it was our, uh, our state food was like you know abolished and uh, with that before that uh, the article 370 which was also you know abrogated so that paved the way for uh, you know for a thing like uh, you know it, it actually you know made non local non local eligible for you know having some kind of stake in our resources so that's how it happened the government actually started like uh, you mentioned that uh, the tendering was uh, done to you know the application process was uh, you know when it began it was actually you know made online it was uh, the people who the, the aspirants were told that they, they they should apply online so the the people who are here who are living here since uh, we had been going through a you know a very severe uh, communication lockdown and also you know economically we were suffering uh, we, we had been suffering uh, for a few months so it was like you know people were not having uh, you know they, they didn't have a level playing field the people who are living over here so the local uh, you know aspirants had uh, you know they they uh, actually felt quite disadvantaged with that process mm. so the application process actually uh, you know was uh, culminated and uh, it meant that uh, the local people had to go through a lot of hardships for example when they didn't have the internet facility available here they just had the 2g internet so they had to go out of the state for uh, just uh, you know filing the application so that was i mean that was quite a disadvantage which the local people had meanwhile what happened was like you know people had other challenges also since they had to go to other places sometimes they uh, you know forgot some document or they didn't have that uh, document with them yes uh, in, so you know, so in the first place. so you are so saying that, that actually uh, you know uh, resulted in uh, the rejection of the application so many applications were rejected athar hello so you are saying that they had faced lot of issues due to the internet restrictions and due to the circumstances that they applied but you also mentioned an interesting point that the last year how the legal status of this region was changed so we will come to ijaz uh, for that because he will be able to speak on that issue that how how do you think ijaz that uh, this uh, contract is given to the these uh, miners who are uh, not from kashmir uh, like do you see this connected uh, to what happened in august 2019 and what has been happening in the last few months and what is going to be its implications in future okay uh, thank you fahad sir uh, i think uh, athar sir gave a very you know detailed account of the background of how these water bodies are very essential for the livelihood of a major significant portion of population and then how what the difficulties that you know these contractors had to face and now yeah obviously you know once the article 370 was gone uh, we knew it for certain that uh, and then obviously that it was turned into a union territory with you know directly linked with new, new delhi to be governed directly from by the new delhi uh, it was certainly going to have serious implications we all knew that you know 370 obviously was a buffer it was that protective layer uh, which uh, protected employment and many other aspects as far as the local population was concerned and once that protective layer or that that protection was gone we obviously knew that competition in many sectors and competition will increase uh, but we have to understand this fact that you know as athar sahab also said that we don't have many economic avenues available locally we don't have private industry we don't have other manufacturing sector here so there are very limited uh, you know local resource base 
as far as jammu and kashmir is concerned and 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 even in that we see that saffron and many other you know sectors are not doing well so uh, 370 once it was done away you have to remember that one of the major promises or one of the issues that was raised time and again by everybody from prime minister down to any you know other leaders was that it is a hindrance to the development no developmental aspect was so much stressed in this that as if 370 uh, on was you no know, uh, acting as a barrier for the development of the state so the promises were that the economy will develop increase development will happen etc now what we are seeing actually is that without any level playing field as others have also mentioned uh, the way this was done and one of this uh, you know important uh, economic sector economic activity for the local people with which lakhs of people were associated uh, you have in one go in a way completely disemployed them and now you will see that once the contract goes to the other people which which is quite obvious every contractor even locally you will see that contractors have their own people own people own machinery or a sort of a grouping that happens everywhere now once it goes to the outside people then obviously you will have people lot of people labor also coming from outside one secondly you will find an interesting thing that this time that once the competition has increased you will you you saw the bidding has gone up it has gone very up it is now in crores which used to have at the most in lakhs now it has gone in crores now once the bidder has given the bidding which has gone in crores now obviously he expects returns so what you will see is that heavy machinery will be used for getting sand and other things and the local people obviously could not venture there now traditionally you had like the sand diggers will give i think there was this traditional was that they will give annual i'm sorry monthly as some payment to the geology and mining department uh, monthly payments now that has been contracted out so obviously all these people will be out so i mean you have you have in a way one go lakhs of people have gone and that too not well, well there was no level playing field as we know that internet was not there it was done online local uh, bidders could not bid properly so it was not done in a sort of a transparent manner so both uh, politically uh, as we have seen that we already have this process that it has state has been downgraded into union territory now that it was done wholly on the concept like this development was so much focused and this the way this was done this bidding was done it seems that there is a serious concern it obviously will raise serious concern for the lakhs of people and then obviously it will raise a concern for the other aspects as well see tomorrow we can have also this vegetable sellers etc who grow vegetables in the dal maybe tomorrow you will have a bidding for that and yes. then it goes and goes and goes on with other sectors as we have seen the domicile law etc happening accordingly so it is going to have a serious raise a serious concern serious among concerns, the population yeah. so thanks uh, ajaz so i want to go back to uh, athar and uh, you know as uh, ajaz pointed out that these outside contractors or the labor they will bring outside laborers they are going to use heavy machinery also because the bidding cost has been so high so athar do you think it is going to have more environmental impact on the uh, water bodies in kashmir or do you think it would not change much Uh, I, I think it's obviously going to have a huge uh, impact on the water bodies uh, we have here, especially Jhelum and its tributaries. I think we didn't talk about the tributaries. I mean, yeah, I mean they're also important. But coming back to your question, I mean, uh, if it is going to 
impact these water bodies. Uh, yes, obviously, for example, uh, like Ajaz was mentioning that they are going to deploy, you know, heavy machinery. Because, you know, it is, it's quite understandable that if they have invested a lot of resources by way of bidding, so there are as much uh, benefits as they can, uh, you know, they can manage. So, obviously, they are going to deploy machinery. Geology and mining department has its own mining rules. So, according to those mining rules, uh, I mean, they are not supposed to deploy machinery. But who knows, in our setting, I mean, we have a, uh, we have a political setting, we have, uh, you know, a social setting, especially the political setting, wherein it is very easy, I mean, one can easily manipulate, you know, such things. So it's quite obvious that they are going to deploy machinery and that machinery, uh, once that is deployed, there is going a lot of destruction in the water body itself and its tributaries. So, uh, I mean, when we talk about the you know, environmental destruction, uh, there is there's a lot which can happen. Apart from the pollution and, uh, you know, damage caused to the aquatic life. Uh, aquatic biodiversity in in the water body. So there is one important, very important, you know, aspect related to it, which is called destruction to the riverbed. So once the river uh, riverbed is uh, you know damaged, it is going to have a huge impact on the the way our uh, flood control department you know manages the floods, which are which which are, which have been recurring here you know over the past many years. I mean they are you know frequently recurring. So we are um, most often uh, we uh, I mean happen to have a flood-like situation over here. So we have already example of 2014 floods, which has been quite devastating. But even after 2014 floods, we had uh, you know a lot many uh, you know minor floods, you know which were not uh, that uh, you know intensive, but we still had those events happening here. Once the damage is caused to the water body, it is going to have consequences for us. Uh, so I think uh, I mean uh, the flood management will be a huge uh, problem for the uh, flood control department. For example, if we talk about the tributaries of Jalim, especially in the southern part of Kashmir, so there, uh, once they remove, uh, once they uh, you know do this uh, mining quite intensively in those regions, in, in in the in the watershed of the of the river Jalim, where its tributaries come from, so it is going to increase the velocity of water. Uh, once you uh, you know remove the, all the minerals uh, which are uh, in the water body, so once you remove them, it is going to increase the velocity of the water. So what will happen with that? Uh, we will have a lot of flash floods happening. The flooding, I mean, once there will be you know one uh, one day's spell of rain, so even that is uh, going to be sufficient for causing a flood because uh, the the water will you know come down quite speedily. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, I just wanted to stop you i just wanted to point out that you know while uh, we're talking about environmental impact also but you know that the as ijaz also mentioned that the government's uh, continuous campaign has been that we are doing all of these things to develop uh, kashmir more and more as it has not been developed in 90s do you think wow. uh, that is uh, just like do you know how do you see that correlate with what is happening right now and also especially with the environment and especially with the mining I think, I mean, that's quite a misnomer. I mean, when we have, when we actually, you know, uh, uh, analyze it, for example, if we talk about this particular issue, so, you know, instead of development, you are actually, you know, snatching the livelihoods of the local people. And so, so who, who is going to call it development for the local people? Uh, uh, it is like, you know, uh, uh, I mean, we had the East India Company, uh, you know, earlier on, we used to call it the NHPC, the East India Company, uh, you know, we, we often used to refer to that as East India Company. So these, uh, you know, such ventures are, you know, I mean, they don't look any different from those, you know, notions which we already had here. 
so that's one and the other thing is like you were also talking about uh, you know the environmental impact once this you know process starts once this uh, such kind of schemes are rolled out quote unquote schemes are rolled out so i mean it's going to make way for other uh, similar measures for example after ajas was uh, mentioning uh, who knows if tomorrow they are going to tell the you know the, the vegetable growers in dal that we are now going to lease it out to lease this land out because they are quite vulnerable people that land doesn't belong to most of those people who are there and they are often questioned for uh, owning that land right so i mean things like that and also we have a very uh, you know uh, similar example which is you know in the process as of now in fact that has been almost you know approved that they are going to uh, you know create this uh, uh, state forest corporation impact company so which means that tomorrow we will have uh, outside companies coming here and outside you know contractors coming here uh, through that company which will be involved in logging and other things in our forest so this is uh, this is what is going to happen uh, because of such measures because we already know that we had to face this fate company after the august 5 so i mean things like that i don't think i mean when we uh, when we think about such uh, you know uh, designs i don't think we can uh, you know uh, you know talk about the development at the same time yeah well i just i just want to add that uh, you just pointed out the forest department i think uh, the order came on 22nd of june and yes. uh, the forest department is now a uh, registered under forest the companies act yeah. uh, it is a corporation basically which is yes. all the shares of is the lieutenant governor so of course but i want to go back to uh, ajaz on the fact that you know as you mentioned that uh, there will be more people coming so tomorrow there will be companies also coming they will be setting up offices or different kind of uh, infrastructure in these places yeah. so ajaz uh, do you think that uh, you know it has an impact on the what people have been always pointing out when the domicile law happened is the demographic change or the demographic impact do you think it connects somewhere uh, with that aspect also obviously i mean uh, you know before i go to that uh, you know you have to understand what atasha was also saying you know you talk about this development so to say development and other things now they talked about this forest corporation the sand mining and you know uh, auctions etc now this is doing two things so one is that you know uh, bringing the outsiders here uh, where local people are not able to compete with them so one you are snatching sort of a livelihood to the local people and second is important is along with environmental degradation that can happen that we are we suspect no environmental degradation was happening earlier also but at least one thing was that this you know money the capital that was generated was within kashmir within jammu and kashmir now there is it you know it will happen two way one the environmental problems that you have talked that other service talked so eloquently the second is that the whole resources that are coming out of it will be drained out out of the state so that's the double blow in fact so similarly uh, with more and more people coming the demography that we have been already talking about there is a serious uh, apprehensions about that uh, I, if you get you know so many benefits and and go get it so easily and uh, as i told you yeah, as we have been talking about that this bidding was done at a time where when the local people could not bid which smacks a sort of a favoritism or other things you provide these environment or like you know now they talk about you know opening liquor shops we know that obviously locals uh, 
here will not you know go for it so it again will go to cinema halls mostly locals will not prefer to go for these things so if these sort of economic activities what they talk about development in these contexts uh, will happen so naturally it will all these economic activities will go to the people who don't belong to jammu and kashmir and then obviously over and above that if you apply the domicile law uh, these people can very easily you know acquire the local domicile certificate and then there will be even this argument we cannot make that these are outsiders so you will have two you know sort of twin things happening at the same time one the local resources going out wealth going out and then obviously the demography that you talked about more and more people seeking you know in their domicile rights here which obviously will have a serious impact overall we talk about yeah. economy you talk about politically you talk about demographically this will have a serious impact yeah yeah i also want to i i just want to add one point and uh, get your insight into this do you also see that uh, this kind of a contract and the bidding for the outsiders it also opens doors for many other departments and many other issues where the contracts can be given uh, to non locals like other resources that are available in the region I mean, how can you stop that? Once you are done, once you are done away with everything, the protection that there was. Once you say that this is open and open and equal, so you cannot stop it. It happened. To, we we already know. No, even power development department, we know that it's turning into corporation, and tomorrow it will be privatized. There is a tremendous pressure on public sector services. Even now. globe now economy is going down even globally as well as india etc so there's a tremendous move towards privatization everywhere it's not only here so here where you have already those issues you have serious problems it's obviously going on it may happen to you know there are many sectors like which which have been actually loss making say say srtc many others you know you know those companies the public sector companies uh, which will be very easy targets of privatization and the privatization if it happens like this so obviously uh, it is going to have a serious impact okay athar i just want to add that you know with all this there is also going to be unemployment generated so basically the uh, thing that you know it is for the development uh, do you think uh, it also creates a vacuum in the society in some way because these people will now be rendered jobless uh, i think that is one of the very important consequences of this uh, for example when you have a, a lot of uh, like i mentioned that this this is over 100000 families we are talking about over 100000 families when we actually you know refer to this so when all these people i mean this many people have uh, you know that they actually get very disappointed with the with the way i mean they are being dealt with i think uh, that is going to uh, you know cause some sort of consternation uh, among them and they are going to react in different ways maybe i mean like uh, you know uh, we will have some people uh, you know moving out of the state uh, which is also questionable i mean uh, we got go in that direction uh, but i mean that has also uh, been recently made very difficult for people uh, to move out of the uh, kashmir region uh but i mean uh, otherwise also they are going to you know have uh, a lot of uh, you know it is going to you know impact them in many ways uh, like i mentioned in the beginning that we have a very limited set of uh, you know employment opportunities here uh, so uh, when one of those i mean uh, one of those very important job creating um, these industries 
was uh, has been now handed over to the people from outside the valley. So that's going to you know uh, make these people very you know disappointed, and they are going to uh, react in uh, different ways. Okay, uh, Ajaz, Ajaz, I just wanted this is like just the concluding part. I think we have almost covered all the aspects of this issue. I just want Ajaz, you to, you know, like sum this all up in a very uh, political, you know, like language. What does all of this really mean for our you know, non-Kashmiri audience who do not uh, really know the nuances of the uh, local ecology or the politics or the dimensions that are related to it? Firstly, I think this is uh, this has to be seen in the larger context that uh, you know changing the the status quo of the state, uh, then you know we don't have any political activity at this point of time. You know, mainstream leaders or mainstream polit- political parties are nowhere, and. Uh, in this process, at this time, doing this, while you are, you know, promising a sort of a developmental discourse and, and pushing through that developmental discourse, while on the other hand, the practices, that the, the, the steps that are being taken, which go completely contrary to that, uh, that that discourse, that is so certainly going to have a lot of political consequences as well. We have to understand that, as others have also said, you know, the job sector is gone. You don't have, you know, government jobs, etc. You don't have private industry. And if you talk about privatization, private industries and development in this context, that you are going to, you know, in a way, these limited local economic resources are going to slip away and go to the non-locals. And now the second step that we need to watch out is that once, no, it is at present, it is at the contractor level, that contracts have gone to the contractor from outside the state. We need to wait and watch next step about the labor, about the other things, machinery, and other things that, that, that will follow. And that obviously is going to have a serious, serious, you know, political consequences for this. Okay, uh, thank you very much, uh, both of you, for joining uh, on this podcast uh, for our uh, audience. And uh, I hope we'll be soon speaking more on other issues. Uh, and uh, for our uh, listeners, I would also like to point out that, you know, today is the time when uh, Kashmir really needs your support for the strengthening of the independent journalism. And uh, if you can check our website, uh, there's a section called Members, and you can just join us there and so that uh, we can continue doing our work as an independent uh, journalism uh, organization and an outlet uh, based in Srinagar. Thank you very much, Ajaz and uh, Athar. Uh, thanks a lot for speaking to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.